0: Welcome to Try Your Best, the podcast about trying your best and everything in life. I am here, I'm Trish, and it's been a little while. Um, I'm sorry I haven't been around, but I've had um, lots of things going on, been a little busy, and so this will be a mini update episode, but as you know, I love these Halloween episodes, so I'm going to be talking about some spooky things with you. Um, I'm so excited to be chatting again um so last year i had a really fun halloween and i had an awesome costume i ended up being scarlet witch but in her original costume like how wanda in wandavision um dresses as in um as a sokovian fortune teller for halloween in the halloween episode of wandavision and i thought of it. I thought it would be really neat and so I went shopping on one Saturday afternoon and I got everything together and somehow it worked out. I basically thrifted most of it. Um, For the costume you need pink tights um, a little lighter than Pepto-Bismol pink um, and not like a pale pink so just like a you know what, they're kind of like Pepto-Bismol pink, pink tights, um, a red leotard, or bathing suit, and a red cape, and then some kind of headpiece. And you basically have to make her headpiece somehow. So I went to Goodwill, I found some pink leggings that would work. And I couldn't find a pink, like, um or leotard. But I did find a tank top that could work. I found some other Halloween things and it was pretty fun to venture out and go to like a brick and mortar Goodwill because I like the online stores so much, but, um, it was neat. And then afterwards I went to this really fun reseller shop called Rago Rama. There's one in little five points in Atlanta and there's also one, the one I went to, which is in like Sandy Springs, Dunwoody and it was great. So years ago, I went to a concert by Kate Nash. Kate Nash is in Glow, and she's a fantastic singer. She is from England, and she's wonderful. But um, while we were um, at the concert, she said, do you like my boots? I got them from Rago And that was pretty neat. I don't think I got her accent right. But I love the way she said Rago Rama. Um, and so whenever i think of ragarama i think of that and you know what i got some pretty awesome boots from ragarama i forgot to say you need boots to go with that the look um i got some fantastic red boots i also got a red romper and that was pretty awesome for my look cuz also you know it's cold so you need more clothes more clothes the better so After that, I knew I needed my cape and something for my headpiece. Oh, and and I needed gloves. I stopped by Party City. I got some Captain America gloves, which were red, and they worked out. They were for little kids, but it was fine. And then I went um, to Walmart. I tried to look for red material. They didn't have it. I did buy a red tree skirt, but didn't end up needing it. And I don't know what I'll use it for. Maybe a tree. Maybe a tree. Uh, and then I, um, did go into their hair area and I got some spray on red hair color. Um, I had to ask a very tall young man to help me get it because I'm short, but he got it and he's really nice. And then his family was like, why are you talking to that lady? But, um, then I went to a craft store. I'm not gonna say which craft store cause I don't really like this one, but I was able to find about like three or four yards of red material on sale and it was just this basic simple like poly acrylic material I don't know but I used it for my cape I cut it out so that I'd have a collar and then I cut so that I'd have two strips to tie the cape on and it looked pretty fantastic that cape is awesome and then I bought this kind of foam construction paper so that I could trace and make my headpiece. And and Pete was so great. He made the headpiece for me. Uh, we went to his mom's house in their neighborhood. They, they were giving out candy. So we just sat with them. They they had like a mini chili cook-off. So we hung out. We had chili. Um, we did s'mores. And that was wonderful. I love Halloween. I used to go to parties. I used to have parties when I was younger. It's my favorite holiday by far, I've got tons of Halloween costumes, I mean, you know how much I love Thor, I've got a Thor costume, I've got Mjolnir and Stormbreaker, I've got two Wonder Woman costumes and various accessories, I've got, I've got a Darth Vader costume that I haven't totally worn, it's, it's like a mishmash of things, but I do have a helmet, um, and I mean, that's all you really need, right, and one time I, like, scrapped together, um, A really fantastic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles costume. And I was Raphael. So, you know, I I, I think I'm a pro at this. Pretty much a pro. This year, I'm hoping to be Harley Quinn. Preppy Harley Quinn. I've got a vintage Esprit. If you guys know that brand. It's spelled E-S-P-I-R-I-T. People would say E-Spirit, but I believe it's, um, it's European, it's Esprit, and I used to have tons of their stuff when I was younger. Um, I think it still exists in Europe, but, um, I've got a vintage Esprit cardigan, and it's, um, it's red, yellow, and, like, a corally red, and it's got these black diamonds on the front, so I'm going to be preppy Harley Quinn with that cardigan, Um, possibly. Or, I'll wear this cute Ted Baker dress and be Wednesday Adams. We'll see what works out. You know, at this age, I'm going with do less. I haven't done many um, spooky season things, but um, I have watched some scary movies. I watched Rosemary's Baby for the first time, and I will say now that we're in the trenches of like another election and all the unpleasantness of overturning Roe v. Wade and stuff. Rosemary's baby is just, it's just a different animal when you watch it with that context and um, just thinking about the way women's bodies are governed and not seen as their own property. Um, but otherwise (laughs) other than that it was a a neat movie I love Mia Farrow she was so fantastic in it everyone else is gross and disgusting and I hate them but um, Mia Farrow love her just a sweet little pixie dancing girl she's so adorable the outfits oh my god beautiful everything's pretty cool Pete had actually seen it before Years ago. But didn't remember it. So when we watched it. He was taken aback by. All the creepiness. So you know. Think back on those movies that you watch. Like as a kid or growing up. And you're like this is so interesting. And so cool. And watch them again because. I mean trigger warnings galore. Just shenanigans. And. uh some of these classic movies. Are just. Really disturbing. Speaking of disturbing, I watched Hereditary. And then I watched Midsommar. Yeah, um, they're great movies. Uh, should have trigger warnings galore before each of them. Mm-hmm. Toni Collette, I feel like she is one of the most amazing actresses of our time. I mean, to do, like, things like Hereditary, do the staircase, do In Her Shoes. Is that what that movie's called? But, like, I mean, how does she do all these things and can be all of this in one person? She's brilliant. That's what I loved about Hereditary. Toni Collette. Uh, It's just all disturbing. I think mostly because it's about an American family and something that can happen to them usually we watch things that are not about us, you know, like I'm not living in a creepy apartment um, with creepy neighbors in Manhattan a long time ago. Um, I am not, you know, well, you know what, horror can happen anywhere, I guess. But um, with a, a normal family dealing with a tragedy, and then all this other stuff. It's really scary and weird. The A24 movie, The Witch, is easy to watch and creepy because it's, like, set in, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably totally wrong. But, like, in the, like, 1900s or something. And, in the 1900s. Um, in, like, 1910, maybe. maybe before that. Probably way before that. Now I feel like an imbecile. But, anyway, it's set a long time ago. And I'd I have nothing in common with those people. So, heck yeah, I can watch them freaking out about a witch and those things. Um, the actress in that movie is fantastic, too. Every That movie is just fantastic. And although it was gory and creepy in some parts, it wasn't as rough as Hereditary and Midsommar. Now, Midsommar... It's like a different animal from Hereditary, although they're kind of in the same vein of weirdness, I would say. Um, Florence Pugh, fantastic. You know what? Similar because they have one amazing woman just running the show. Um, Fantastic. The landscape is beautiful. Everything is beautiful except for um, the gore and the creepiness and the weirdness and um, naked old people. They're in Hereditary in Midsommar. So, be warned. Um, But at least we watched it. I mean, Midsommar got like 80-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, you know, what movie can't say that? (laughs) A Werewolf in Paris. I tried to make Pete watch that after we watched A Werewolf in London. And he made me stop it. And then he looked up uh, the movie on the internet basically and saw that it got a very low Rotten Tomato score I think it was like 20 could be lower than that but I've always loved it I had never seen American Werewolf in London I had always seen the Paris one and I think I, I the late, latter half is way better than the first half I don't even remember the first half see you gotta rewatch these movies because they could be really bad in your mind you think they're really good so because, because I believe in um truth and fairness and journalism. And um, podcasts are sort of journalism, kind of. They're mass media. But um, I've looked up certain things. (laughs) The Witch? The Witch is set in 1630. So a long time ago. Like, we don't even know anybody from that time. And our parents and their parents and their parents and their parents and their parents don't even know anyone. So safe to say you may not feel like you know these people in The Witch. And then, um, the movies I just talked about, American Werewolf in Paris got 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's very embarrassing. But I don't think Rotten Tomatoes was a thing when that movie came out, so they don't know about it, maybe. Or maybe they look at it and just giggle a little bit. Um... That beautiful French actress is in, in it. And I think maybe that's why I love it. Julie Delpy? Um, I don't know if that's how you say her name. Probably not at all. But um, she's wonderful. And she was in Before Sunrise and Before Sunset and Before Midnight. And she's just just fantastic and ethereal. In contrast to uh, An American Werewolf in Paris, the original movie, An American Werewolf in London, has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 89. It's That's wild. Um, I think it was ahead of its time. It had pretty good effects for the time. It was neat. The American characters are very American. In both movies, they're just really obnoxious. But I think that just... Gets a vibe across. These are Americans in a different place. Um, but again, another wonderful lead actress. Um, the lead actress in it, she's actually in Call the Midwife. And she plays a nun. And in American Wolf in London, she plays a hot nurse. Her name is Jenny Agutter. I don't know if that's how you say it, but um, she's wonderful and beautiful too. And the movie was pretty neat. I'm glad I saw it. Um, but I've always loved the Paris one. Hopefully I'll get Pete to watch it again. Of course, there's so many movies to watch. New, old. I haven't seen Halloween ends. I've seen the first two Halloween movies. Probably one of the middle ones. I saw Halloween H2O with Josh Hartnett in it ridiculous movie. Um, there's a girl with this really cute hairstyle. It was kind of like a mini ponytail with a mini bun. Anyway, that's what I remember from that movie, but, um, I haven't seen any of the newer Halloween movies and maybe they're good. So I'll check them out. Jamie Lee Curtis again, final girl realness and her, she's amazing. So I need to check those out. And then there's some other scary movies but I like my oldies my good oldies I want Pete to watch The Warlock I watched that when I was younger I was frightened and then years ago maybe 10 years ago or more I watched it with my roommate and best friend Betsy and it was hilarious and ridiculous and then I always have loved this movie Dolls it's insane of course it's about these dolls killer dolls, so if you ever get a chance, check them out. Those are my recommendations. Of course, The Witch, you know. And now let's talk about some TV. We just finished the season of the new Halloween Netflix show, The Midnight Club. It was so good. It did make me sad because the members of The Midnight Club, if you haven't seen it, they're all kids who are terminally ill most of them have cancer and um, it's a hard watch in some parts because you know these kids are unwell and you just want them to be okay and they're not there's some parts where you know you get through because it's, it's episodic so you get through some episodes and you know I cried a bit but the stories they tell, and the little scary stories and scary parts in it are so good. And and the characters, I didn't get like super, super invested in them, but there might be a season two, and that would be pretty cool, and we'll see where they end up. Um, there's a lot of your favorites and some of the episodes um, from, I believe it's The Haunting of Bly Manor, The Haunting of Hill House, and Midnight Mass. So you'll see those folks um but yeah it was a pretty good watch and it was neat we gave the watcher a stab but it was just kind of weird and you know it was overly dramatized um they use a story that's really popular that's a true story in it so you know kind of took some of that scariness away because I already knew that story within the show I'm still trying to finish it um but it's okay. And then usually around Halloween was when Stranger Things used to come out. Of course, Stranger Things came out earlier this year. It was fantastic. The two-part um, decision by Netflix, brilliant. Everyone wanted to know what was happening. And I feel like the way they did it totally added new freshness to everything in Hawkins, um, because it was like, well, what's going to happen now? My God, so many things can happen now. Of course, we got some new characters that we love. And, you know, it was just really well done. I mean, who knew Stranger Things could be so cool and so big, you know, after taking those little hiatuses and, you know, after, you know, wrecking that town so much. But um, if you like Stranger Things, I think you will totally love Paper Girls. It's another kind of kid figuring out, battling, doing things, show, but it's about these girls who are paper girls, essentially. They deliver newspapers in the 80s and they're wonderful and something crazy happens. It's more sci-fi than anything else, um, but The promos, I feel like, didn't really explain what it was, and I think they were holding on to star power for some people to bring in viewers when they really needed to show that it's these kids and they're trying to figure out something. Um, It's Yeah, yeah, it's also hard to not tell you what it's about, but it's a really fantastic show. Um, It did get canceled by Amazon, but it could come back because it was number one in Amazon Spain and I think number one in Amazon UK and in other places. So, you know, it did catch on here, but it's because we didn't really sell it right. So I really appeal to you to watch it because it's fantastic. The the girls who play these characters, they're wonderful and entertaining and they do such a great job. Um, and then also it's based on a graphic novel. So, you know, you can read those. I actually saw that the graphic novel is available on Hoopla. So, it's like, hey, you can read it for free from the library. Um, but definitely watch the first season because it's 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 captivating and amazing. And I think on par with Stranger Things if you like that. A I- not so scary show but very cool show um, that I finished recently is House of the Dragon. Oh my gosh. Obsessed with the dragons. Obsessed with Rhaenyra. I love her so much. I'm obsessed with Negroni. Spagliato. With Prosecco in it. Who could could resist a Negroni now? I don't know. Um, I did hear they taste kind of gross. And I feel like I might have had something similar to one and I didn't like it. So I'll just, you know, take your word for it and order like a sprite. Uh, (laughs) But House Dragon. Oh my God, I can't believe we had to wait like a year and a half for the next season. I'm so sad. But it was a beautiful relaunch of the World of Resteros and Game of Thrones and everything. And there's all these like blonde, white blonde haired people walking around and, you know, you're just like, you guys are crazy. But entertaining. So, I'll watch it. And I did. Um, It was wonderful. And I wonder if people will be dressed up as Targaryens and Valyrians for Halloween. I hope so. I was trying to think of like, if I could pull off, like, a blonde white wig. Or even the dreads started looking cool to me after a while. Like, they looked really awesome. And when the... Valyrian little kids were little, they were so cute, and then they were when they're bigger. I was like, Yeah, this hair works, this is pretty cool. Because you know, when you see a Targaryen and they've got that white wig on, they look wild, but um, I think the dreads work. And later, with Emma Darcy, the white hair looked really good, so I think they get there sometimes, sometimes it's just weird. Looks like everybody is Orlando Bloom from those movies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I never really watched Lord of the Rings. Um, when Pete and I got together, we did watch all the movies eventually. Um, they were okay. I know people really love them. I probably need to watch them again. I do need to watch the new show on Amazon Prime, and I will. Um, I have been watching tons of British shows. I got Acorn, and I watched the heck out of some murder shows. They were so fantastic. There's a show called Suspects, and with that show, um, I think there's four seasons, three or four seasons, they basically give the storyline or the plot line to the cast, and they basically improvised everything, and it's so good, and it seems like, very conversational, it's fast-paced, it's really cool, and it was like, what are they doing that's different, and then I read about the show, and I read how it's improvised, superb, wonderful, I wish there were more episodes, or we did something like that in the U.S., we probably have, um, other than Whose Line Is It, anyway, which is an improvising show, but, um, it was so wonderful, and amazing, and, you know, I missed some of those shows, but I watched tons of them. I watched Recipes for Love and Murder. I watched, I believe it's called Joan and Darby. All these, you know, murder mystery shows, which were pretty good. Um, not too many fantasies like The House of Dragon, but, you know, there can only be one house of dragon. So, that was great. Even before the spooky season, I have been listening to like these thriller slash mystery books by female authors like Alice Feeney, Sally Hepworth, and Heather Gudenkoff. I got into them from listening to Leanne Moriarty books, and of course, there's not enough of those. So I looked into narrators that narrated books by other people or. a narrator that specifically narrated Leanna Moriarty's books and what other books they did. So then I got on this whole like web of different female writers. Um, I would say Alice's, Alice Feeney's books are a little more intense trigger warning shenanigans, you know, like they're not for the faint of heart but they're pretty good and her writing is fantastic in the last book she had these two amazing lines Um, one was she likes to ride my mood swings like it's her favorite toy in the playground and another is this woman has obviously had a charisma bypass I mean it's fantastic but I would say you know If you're a little squeamish or you want things to be mild, you know, maybe stay away from Alice Feeney. Oh, and I forgot Kieran Slaughter. You spell her name K-A-R-I-N, Slaughter, like S, laughter. I always think of S laughter when I see her name. She's written um, Pieces of Her, which was a Netflix show, and then a follow-up to that. Um, I think it's called Girl Forgotten, but she's got the first book. I ever listened to of hers. I think it was Lost Girls or something similar to that. That one was rough. But these women are phenomenal. They're fantastic. Love their stuff. And I can't, you know, stop listening to some of this stuff in these books. And I just keep a whole queue on my Libby card. So I just have tons of books. I mean, you know, I love memoirs by... Brilliant people and famous people because I love the advice I get and um, the advice they get from their highly paid advisors, doctors, and therapists. So I get that for free when I listen to the book. But um, these ones are just guilty pleasures. And if you want some more scary, interesting reads, if you want to go with the OG, Anne Rice, she's phenomenal, amazing. There is a new interview with the vampire show on amc plus um the two actors that lead the show they're brilliant they're amazing i can't wait to watch it i need to watch it and i will try and talk to you about it but um it looks pretty cool so that should be fun another fantastic og horror spooky writer stephen king he's brilliant I can't imagine how he can come up with all these different stories and spew out these books. That's just crazy. But um, I did listen to his book on writing. It's called On Writing. And it's basically about writing and basically about his life. And it was so good. It was so fantastic. Um, the version I listened to also had a interview with him where his son interviewed him at the end of uh, the book. It was basically a recording of a speaking engagement or something um and it was pretty pretty neat um so yeah stephen king and then if you want to go with the new guy you guys know about my favorite stephen graham jones the blackfoot native american writer who wrote the only good indians he wrote my heart is a chainsaw which i think will be your trilogy It's pretty good. It's about a final girl and a girl who's obsessed with horror films and horror. Um, Night of the Mannequins is a good short book. Um, but yeah, he's, he's fantastic and just a brilliant mind Too these guys. They're just wonderful. And there's tons of, you know, things and stories that are out there. Um, you know, those, ...old scary story books that we used to read when we were little with those short stories and creepy things. Um, And you can make up your own. Just sit around um, like we would when we were at camp or spending the night with our best friend and just making up stories. We don't do that anymore. We don't make up just silly little things anymore. I do sometimes when I just want to kind of um, meditate and do like grounding. Um, I'll make up a story... And I'll tell Pete about it. And it's kind of a neat way to build a little world. Um, I usually like to have twists in my stories where, like, you don't know who the main character is. And then you find out they're, like, a like a porcupine or something like that. Um, I don't have a porcupine story. But just, you know, you f- find, like, a little twist in there. So those are fun. Um, but, yeah, we don't do, like, storytelling anymore like we used to but maybe we do. And they're called podcasts. Oh my gosh. I am a super nerd. But speaking of podcasts, I have been listening to my favorite, my favorite murder. Love that podcast. True Crime. Amazing. Love Karen in Georgia. They remind me of me and my best friend from California. Um, I've also been listening to a podcast, the main podcast about the Murdoch Murders. It's spelled like Murdoch, but it's pronounced Murdoch, and they are a family from South Carolina, and just, it's it's all mind-baffling. So if you Google it, it's Murdoch. It's nuts. Um, and then also a um, podcast called Perg Predators and The Fall Line. Um, so trying to keep up with podcasts if I can, and most of them are kind of spooky and about murder, of course. And then I've been listening to Midnights by Taylor Swift. I know it's not spooky, but it's called Midnights. And that could be the witching hour. You know? It's just a certain time. And um, it's so good. I love Bejeweled. I love Karma. I love Mastermind. Oh my gosh, the line, Karma is my boyfriend. I love saying that now. And... Just Taylor Swift is amazing and, you know, another unskippable album. At least for some, you know. Hey, for some people, she's not your cup of tea. But um, this album's pretty good and I really like it. And uh, I'm glad she put it out in October. So, for this Halloween, I am actually doing something really fun. I signed up. And I got passes to go see Trevor Noah taping in Atlanta. He's taping the Daily Show, of course. And it's Vote demic episodes for this midterm and the midterm elections. And I'm really excited. Um, I've been to the venue before to see Conan tape his show during the NCAA basketball tournament. And it was fun. So I kind of know what to expect. Um, I'm, I think it'll be a good fun time I'm taking my friend Betsy so it should be neat and he's not going to be on the show next year I believe it's next year so it'll be kind of cool to see him live so I'll tell you all about it um I haven't really given you many updates about me um so in the past year a lot has changed in my life and a lot has stayed the same I got proposed to by my Pete and um, it was wonderful it was at in Asheville North Carolina and that's one of my favorite places and we had a wonderful time and then I started planning our wedding at the start of the year I also got a pretty awesome cool job and now I'm trying to find an even more awesome and cool job so you know things are pretty great um But I started planning the wedding early in the year. And then um, I had some family stuff going on. So I put a pause on that. But when I started, it was really weird. It's like some people, like their personalities are a little unpleasant. And I didn't expect that. But because of the pandemic, everyone was going back into weddings full force in 2022. So that's what we were up against. But it ended up being great. And I'm going to have a future episode called... Called. It's about weddings um, because we went to my best friend's wedding in um, near near Potomac, D.C. We didn't see any of the ladies of Potomac, unfortunately. Next time. But um, yeah, so um, hopefully I can have a weddings episode and talk about weddings because I just had mine and talk about some tips and tricks that I learned. And um, yeah, so things are going pretty well. You know, I'm with my person now, I'm happy. Tonight, um, Halloween night, um, we're, we'll likely go to his mom's neighborhood and hang out and um, either give out candy or just chill out. And I'll either be um, Harley Quinn or something else, but most likely Harley Quinn. You know, everyone's got to be Harley sometime. But thank you so much for listening. If you have any Halloween tips, let me know. And I hope you have a great and awesome Halloween. Take care and always try your best. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at tryyourbestpodcast. And you can email me at tryyourbestpod at gmail.com. Hey Gibby, say bye. Bye.